Good morning. This is the December 6th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we're on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we're talking about what former WWE champion got a new job on this day in 2014. When CM Punk beat John Cena at Money in the Bank in 2011 and quote-unquote left WWE with the world title, most fans loved the storyline but weren't terribly worried that Punk was gone for good. But when Punk's dream to headline WrestleMania was dashed in 2012, when the WWE went with Rock vs. John Cena in the main event spot over Punk's championship storyline against challenger Chris Jericho, and again in 2013, when WWE decided to replay the previous year's Rock Cena main event instead of the seemingly obvious Rock Cena Punk triple threat, Punk's patience was nearing the end, and his days in the company seemed numbered. While he had a great amount of respect for WWE's legends, Punk's 434-day title run of 2011 saw him enjoying the hottest run the WWE had seen since Stone Cold Steve Austin and when his momentum was broken multiple times with losses to part-timers like The Rock, Undertaker, and Triple H, it just didn't make much sense to him. When the lead role he was promised in the 12 Rounds movie sequel instead went to Randy Orton, it's hard to know whether Punk was more pissed about missing out on the potential notoriety of being a leading man or just the time away from the grind of WWE's schedule. But being blatantly lied to by COO Triple H about the movie was most definitely amongst the last straws. Other contributing factors to CM Punk's displeasure with the WWE included being allowed to wrestle after multiple concussions and the misdiagnosis of an infection on his back that turned out to be a staph infection, which could have been deadly. So on the night of the 2014 Royal Rumble, Punk went directly to Vince McMahon and laid out his displeasure with the WWE's booking of himself and others, their road schedule, extracurricular projects, and the medical staff. When the main event of that pay-per-view led to Rey Mysterio being soundly booed during his Rumble entrance simply because he was entrant number 30 and wasn't Daniel Bryan, whom the WWE fans were chomping at the bit to see win the Rumble and headline WrestleMania, Punk felt like his words were again falling on deaf ears. So the following night before Raw, Punk again visited the backstage office of Vince McMahon. This time, the meeting ended with Punk walking out of WWE. His contract would be officially terminated that June via a FedEx package deliberately timed to coincide with his wedding day. In late November of 2014, Punk appeared on the Art of Wrestling podcast, and laid out a lot of the ugliness that led to his departure. A little more than a week later, the answer to what's next for CM Punk was finally answered when on December 6th, the UFC announced the signing of Phil Brooks to a multi-fight deal. In his first interview after the announcement, Punk would say, quote, My professional wrestling days are over. It's awesome to be here. This is something that has been in the back of my mind for a very, very long time. I have a background in Kenpo, I've done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on and off for a very long time, but the idea of being able to step inside the octagon and find out what's inside myself, to test myself, is an opportunity that I was not able to deny myself. I don't think I'd be able to live with myself if I didn't give this a shot. I felt like it was now or never three years ago, but I re-signed with WWE and tried to give it the old college try. But it's now or never for me. I have a limited window, just like all fighters do, and I'm ready for a fight. I'm here for a fight. I'm here to kick someone's ass or get my ass kicked. 
This is my new career 100%. I'm going to go full steam ahead, all systems go, after today. It's going to be fun. I have nothing but respect for everyone here in the UFC, everybody who steps inside the octagon to fight, and when it's all said and done, when I'm finished, everyone will have to respect me because I came here to fight. End quote. Punk jumped in with both feet, relocating himself from Chicago to Milwaukee in order to train full-time with the well-known and highly respected coach, Duke Rufus, and a team of past, present, and future champions like Anthony Pettis, Tyron Woodley, Rose Namajunas, Jens Pulver, and Ben Askren. Injuries and other setbacks delayed Punk's UFC debut until September of 2016. On that night, at UFC 202, Phil Brooks would fail to land a single strike, before being taken down and submitted by New Jersey native Mickey Gall in a welterweight bout that made the main card solely based on Punk's pay-per-view drawing power, but only lasted 2 minutes and 14 seconds. It would be almost another two years before Punk returned to the octagon at UFC 225 in June of 2018. Though it was another loss, this time Punk at least managed to go the distance before the judges awarded Mike Jackson a unanimous decision. And hey, that loss would be changed to a no contest when Jackson's post-fight drug test came back positive for marijuana. It was clear that MMA was not a viable option for CM Punk's future, but at least he had given himself a shot to live another dream. And it all started with his UFC signing on this day in wrestling history, December 6th, 2014. Well, that's our show for today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about CM Punk, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, click join and we'll let you in to talk about CM Punk or any historical wrestling topic. And if we don't see you there, we'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.